What's up, everybody? It's your favorite coach, Coach Vaughn, and this is the Coach Vaughn Podcast, where it's just you and me, baby, one-on-one. You know how I do. I talk about whatever's going on in the sports world, a stream of thought from my mouth to your ears, and it anchors right into that real-life stuff, love, basketball, comedy. You know how I do, like I said. And if you want to hear me talk about any of these things with my comedian friends and other people in the entertainment world, that's my grown-as-fuck podcast. Don't miss that either. It gets really real. And don't miss me on on the hot mic app doing live broadcasts of football basketball wrestling all kinds of stuff the invite code is coach vaughn to get on a hot mic app where you can follow me there and not miss any of my live broadcasts and i post all of this stuff on my social media go to grownafcomedy.com and you could get links to everything so you don't miss anything that i'm doing including my live stand-up comedy shows don't miss me anywhere doing anything but for right now, you, me, one, 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 on, one, Coach Vaughn Podcast. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Coach Vaughn Podcast, where ball is life, literally, as I discuss current events on and off the court in the sports entertainment world and the world in general, as it relates to us in everyday life. And I am your host, your favorite comedian, your favorite hostess with the most assists, assists, <laughs> the most assists. You get it? You see what I just did right there? Assists from me to you. I assist, right? Anyway, I'm your favorite host and comedian, Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Vaughn DiCarlo, hashtag Coach Vaughn, and of course, you could get links to all my social media by going to CoachVaughnPodcast.com, and if you're lazy, just go to CoachVaughn.com, V-O-N, all right? You guys know how to spell my name by now, right? I have so many pet peeves about my name. There's no capital uh, C in my name. I have it in my bio and people still, <laughs> well, I, I think sometimes people do it just to drive me nuts, but Von DiCarlo is a double first name and the DiCarlo part, sometimes people separate like D-D-E and then capital C-A-R-L-O. No, it's Von DiCarlo. I'm about to just go by Von D. Brown. I already dropped my last name because it's, it's, you know. Well, I, that's a whole nother podcast, but I, my name is Von Carlo Brown. I don't use my last name Brown often, most of the time, never, <laughs> but I, it's in parentheses on my social media, Von Carlo, and then in parentheses, I have Brown because one of my other little pet peeves is being called Miss DiCarlo. Ew, no, it's Miss Brown. Anyway, I have a whole laundry list of pet peeves about my name. But why did I go on that tangent? Just to tell you to go to CoachVon.com for links to everything that is me, Von V-O-N DiCarlo, D-E-C-A-R-L-O. Ah, anyway, I'm in a surprisingly good mood. Uh, thank you, by the way. I have to always give a shout out to all my supporters who signed up. This podcast is free content, but some of you who love me and the Coach Juan podcast so, so very much, have opted in to be supporters, some for 99 cents a month, some for $4.99. There's, you, could, you can contribute whatever you want, and I love you for it. Thank you so very much. Shout out to you and also all the people who signed up to do one-on-ones. I, I'm having a great time doing those. I, I'm having fun, and I'm, I'm learning and growing with you one-on-one. It is not a game. 
Uh, speaking of games, I'm going to get into uh, John Isaac later. Uh, by now, you shall all know that Magic Forward, Jonathan Isaac, decided to not take a knee and decided to not wear a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. And look, we all, we could, we all have a right to do whatever we want to do, right? But let's not act like that we could just do anything without consequences. Every action has a consequence, sometimes good, sometimes bad. So we'll talk about it. But I said that I'm in a surprisingly good mood because y'all, can I tell you, I have a blazing headache, a blazing headache. Why? I am on a seven day raw generation, um, well, I don't know if I should be saying the name because I, I, well, I said the name already. So I have to add that this is, they don't sponsor me. This is not an advertisement for their company. It's just, I'm doing a raw juice cleanse for seven days and I chose their um, product, raw generation product. So this is not an ad for them whatsoever. They don't know me and I don't know them, but I will say that it is very, there it's, it, I chose them because they are, 100% raw, plant-based. There's no sugar added. It's fruit, so there's sugar in it, but it's all the natural sugars that are already in the fruit that you would blend in your own blender. Um, so there's no added sugar, and it's cold-pressed. And I am doing this for seven days, and I've been doing a lot of research on how to get rid of headaches during fasts. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that, you know, it's not a low blood sugar. It's not that I, I have a low blood sugar. I realized that I don't drink a lot of coffee anymore, but I have this other, this like um, natural based kind of drink that I do in the morning that I replace co coffee with, but it, it has caffeine in it. So I, <laughs> I just realized a few days into my my diet, my, my cleanse, my raw diet cleanse, skinny cleanse thing that I'm doing. I just realized that I'm having these blazing headaches because I'm having caffeine withdrawal. Like, oh my God, I'm starting to understand what the fiend part of caffeine means. And what's so interesting about the thinking that we need caffeine, right? I never drank coffee before, uh, I was a bartender for seven years. And during that time is when I started drinking caffeine and soda and stuff like that. For But for the most, most of my life, I was a water drinker and I still am a big water drinker, but I never, I would have water and I would have milk. Ugh, I don't drink milk anymore because I, I found out what was, I'm actually drinking when you drink milk is really gross. So now I'll drink as a replacement for milk, I'll drink rice milk or almond milk, things of that nature. Oat milk uh, is coming up in the world. So um, keep an eye out on, on oat milk if you are a person that buy into stocks. I read that. Um, it was like business.com or somewhere. I, I forget. I don't have the article in front of me. But if you Google it, um, you'll see for yourself that oat milk is on the rise as a milk substitute such as um rice milk and almond milk my personal favorite is rice milk but getting back to my point 
for many, many years of my life, I only drank water. And then I became a bartender in 2004. And I was there until 2011. The first bartending job I ever had was my last. I never had another gig. I loved it there. But I would work like, I think it was like three days a week and three or four days a week. But I would work almost full time hours in those three or four days because I would do like 14 hour shifts. And all the other bartenders drank, smoked, they drank coffee and alcohol. I don't I don't drink alcohol. I'm very boring. I'm still not an alcohol drinker. Very, very boring. I did a lot of stuff when I was a teenager. And by the time I was 21 and I was a- uh, legally able to drink and, and go to clubs and, and all of that, I was just like been there, done that, and I realized it wasn't for me. I even smoked cigarettes in um, – what was it high school into my first year of college and then I remember my first year of college I lived on the 26th floor was where the dorms were that I was staying in the 26th floor y'all and because we're kids now this is the freshman dorm and people still have a lot of immaturity in them in their first few years of college and sometimes until they turn 50 and 60 but we're talking about on average most people mature at least after their sophomore year going into their junior and senior year of college you start to realize what adulting is for real for real and you're kind of in a swing of things and ready to enter the world. But your freshman year, you're still kind of an asshole, right? So I'm in my freshman dorms and like clockwork every couple of nights around 2 a.m. Someone would pull the fire alarm and we would have to evacuate the building as if it was a real fire. We could not stay, even though we knew it was just somebody playing a prank and they were doing it so often that it was so obvious. But, you know, the school's not going to take any risks. So we got to go, got to go, got to go. So again, I'm on a 26th floor. I have to walk down, which wasn't a problem. Here's the problem. When it was time to walk back up, Oh my God. When I tell you I did not make it, I couldn't make it because I was a smoker. I smoked Newports, honey. Yes. Newports, Newport squares. I did. Yes, I did. And I couldn't make it up the stairs. And if you're wondering why I didn't just take the elevator, the way my school went, I went to but my first couple, I had a journalism scholarship to Point Park College in Pittsburgh. And then eventually I left that journalism scholarship and I went to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh for um, production. So I have an associate's degree in, you know, I'm a producer. So and a writer and all of that stuff. But um, I got that I left my journalism degree so that I could get a production background so that I could know how to do the things that I am actually doing today, which is producing my own stuff. I knew I was going to move to New York and and be in entertainment and act and comedy and all this stuff. But I also knew that I could not wait on just auditioning that I had to know how to do things for myself. So I've always had that mentality. So I digress. Getting back to the uh, fire, uh, the fire alarm. The reason we couldn't walk back up to our dorms, I mean, take the elevator back up to our dorms and we had to walk is because once someone pulled the fire alarm and the firemen come and they clear the building, the 
the elevator didn't reset until the next morning. So this would be like 2 a.m. So either you walk up or you wait until 8 a.m. when the elevators are reset by the daytime staff. So you get it? So here I am, all but 17, 18 years old, and I can't walk up the stairs. And you know what? I was like, mm, I quit. And I actually quit smoking cigarettes cold turkey and never went back. Have no desire for it, not interested in, in smoking anything Drinking doesn't do anything for me. It just makes me have to pee a lot and it makes me really, really sleepy. So I don't get the whole turn up thing when it comes to alcohol because I'm like, that is it's exactly the exact thing I want to do when I drink is go to sleep and nothing else. So, you know, at some point in your adulthood, what's for you and what's not for you. And it's fine. I'm not judging either way. But uh, I I drank nothing but water my whole life for the most part and it was very healthy vegetarian at one point vegan at one point etc etc so you cut to lockdown 2020 where oh my god you guys know the story before lockdown I was talking about losing weight right remember journey to 145 I am so far away from my journey to 145 pounds is utterly ridiculous I I gained 15 pounds when I first said I wanted to lose 15 pounds <laughs> and then lockdown 2020 happened and when I tell you the first couple of weeks I was killing it like oh yes I am gonna I'm going to come out of this lockdown with new skills and and I'm gonna lose weight and I'm gonna lose that 15 20 30 pounds that I need to lose when I tell you the first couple of weeks I was killing it and then I had a full-blown fall off <laughs> and here I am four months into lockdown and I added 10 pounds to the 30 so I know some of you guys think that it's attractive and et cetera, et cetera, but it's not healthy. It's heavy for me. I do not enjoy this weight in a health sense uh, and in a in a uh, visual sense as well. Not, I'm not fully confident in my body like I should be considering most of y'all crazy folks are like "Ooh, the juice the juice no I need the juice the raw juice the fruit juice the lose some of that ass and them thighs rubbing against each other juice when I tell you I've never had thighs that rubbed together before in my life and my thighs rub together it's the most uncomfortable crap ever ever and now under my 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 arms are getting bigger so I'm starting to feel my arms rub against my chest I was like oh no it is time and it's not only time for me to get my health back in order it's also time to get my mind back in order and get back into the rhythm of life I've talked about this a few times on the past few podcasts as far as being timid and afraid of getting back into the groove of life with the coronavirus out there ready to uh, give you the 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 lungs lockdown but you can't be afraid of corona cooties forever so it's time for me to transition myself back into the world in the most responsible and safe way possible and I am definitely looking into doing some of these outside comedy shows and I am going to be in Boston next week shooting an indie film 
providing everything goes as planned, right? It's a SAG project. So, of course, SAG has very strict guidelines for COVID and, you know, you have to be tested, et cetera, et cetera. So keep your fingers crossed in prayer for me that all goes well. I make it to Boston. I make it clear that all the staff is clear and we're able to shoot uh, this indie project. It's an independent film. It's starring um, some comics in Boston. It's a comedy. It's going to be funny. Uh, so, but you know, the films take forever. Who knows if this will ever be seen or not, if it'll happen, who knows? But the point is right now it's on the books right now. It's something great and positive for me, something to transition myself right back into my world with. And I'm very excited and very happy to do it. So all the good seeds of blessings is all over this project. And I do believe that it's going to be great once it's done. So all of the positive energy that I have on it, when I tell you, getting circling back to the very beginning of what I said and how I went off on this rant about this uh, headache that I have, basically, is, is why I went on this rant about the juice diet. I realized that the headache was coming from my withdrawal of caffeine, but I didn't realize going into it that that's what it was going to be. I had to come to that realization. And now that I have that realization, I have to think twice about the caffeine that I'm going to consume. Because I, in my head, when I was bartending and the reason I started doing, I was doing those 14-hour shifts. And you start to look for anything for energy sometimes. So for me, it started out just drinking soda, because I, I don't drink soda either. So any caffeine in in a, a cup of soda is going to affect me. But after a while, you know, after a short while, it, it wasn't doing the do. So now I'm walking to the local Starbucks or Dunkin Donuts or wherever I could find a cup of coffee. And now I'm using this coffee as my energy. And it became a habit that honestly I was aware of. In, but the times that I become aware of it is when I'm doing something like this. But on a daily basis, you don't really look at caffeine like a crack pipe, but it might be a crack pipe because I, when I tell you these headaches are crazy, but I'm going to get through it. I'm going to, I stuck to my commitment. You know, when you decide to do something, you have to stick by it. And it's okay if you, if you, come to the conclusion that you did something wrong within that decision and you rejuice it and redefine what you're doing. But if you realize that what you're doing and whatever commitment that you have just made is actually good and good for you and that you should stick to it, don't find any excuses to tap out. Speaking of tapping out, I want to get back to John Isaac and his decision to kneel or not kneel. What do you guys think? Do you think he should have kneeled? Do you think he shouldn't have? Everybody has difference of opinions. And sometimes when I'm, let me just say for the record, I know how I am very opinionated, very opinionated, but it's not out of thin air. I do my best to be well thought out, well researched to my best ability. I try to have an object, uh, objective uh, point of view when it comes to people, especially in, in, in this day and age. But once I, once I see the light of my own decision and opinion, I do stick to it. 
And I am very opinionated about it. And sometimes because I think through why I think why I think a certain way, because I because I think through it so much, sometimes I'm so shocked at people's knee jerk reactions to even what I'm saying and how they don't even pay attention. I'm going to take a break and I'll come right back and I'll get more into that. Hey, welcome back to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. How you feeling? Did I inspire you to like put down that cup of coffee that you might be drinking right now and go get some raw juice? (laughs) If so, that's great. Cleanse yourself. Cleanse yourself. It's been a lot going on. And let me tell you something. That caffeine is giving you fake energy because I have so much energy and I'm only a few days in to this raw cleanse. And you have to understand, and a lot of us already know this, but we just, we still do what we do and we eat what we eat, but what we eat is so important. And that's really what's weighing us down. And when we seek things like drugs or caffeine to give us energy, it's, it's not, it's just making things worse. I don't know why this world is set up the way it is where the things doing the right thing is so difficult and doing the wrong thing is so easy and so immediately gratifying. I I don't know why I don't have the answers, but I do know that I try to be aware of these things and make better decisions. So if I am inspiring you to seek out a raw diet and cleanse yourself. I know you've been nasty too. This these past few months have been ugh ugh just consuming all types of garbage into our but maybe maybe it was just me, but let me tell you something. I'm not a fast food person. Like I'm getting older so I already know I can't be eating fast food all the time. I've had I want to say at least 3 or 4 Big Macs since <laughs> since we started lockdown and that's coming from a person who might have one during a PMS craving once or twice a year I've had four just in the past four months maybe six and I'm just trying to ignore two of them but you have to when I've had a ton of Popeyes I got Popeyes let me tell you something that commercial gets on my nerves so bad that it makes me not want to eat Popeyes but somehow I still get that that chicken sandwich, that spicy chicken sandwich is not to die for like people were fighting over pre lock uh, before lockdown happened. But yeah, I wouldn't fight over it, but it is quite delicious. Anyway, getting back to this whole John Isaac debacle, can I speak on this for a minute? Because I just, I just feel like united we stand, divided we fall, right? So John Isaac, who is a forward, let me say his old name, Jonathan Isaac. He's a forward for the Orlando Magic. And he was the only player who opted out of wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt, as well as kneeling during the national anthem. So the rest of his teammates did, the, the, the other team did, and they were like, it was a beautiful moment. They did it on opening night, the the players and the teams, they locked 
arm arm in arm. It was a beautiful sight. And I'm like, to me, I'm like, this is a beautiful compromise because we could be completely stubborn and like, look, we're not only going to kneel, but we don't even want to hear the national anthem. How about that? Just bring Beyonce out to sing, lift every voice and sing the black national anthem if you don't know it. How about we just change it all together? But no, the beautiful compromise is the national anthem and everyone kneeling, locking arm, arm in arm to protest police brutality and racial injustice in the United States of America. Why are we acting like that this is not an issue? And and, and still, even after all of this, after all of this, people still want to discount what the purpose is for and talk about patriotism and all of this stuff but a a lot of these people are the same people that are waving confederate flags which is the ultimate oh the ultimate ultimate uh disrespect to the uh, america in general let alone the flag is these confederate flag waving people but certainly jonathan isaac is not uh to my knowledge uh confederate flag waving person and nor am i suggesting that he is however he he did decide to not do this and he said you know he said i thought that kneeling or wearing the black lives matter t-shirt didn't go hand in hand with supporting black lives i don't get that how does it not go hand in hand with supporting black lives it literally say says black lives matter but okay go off Isaac go off so he continued to go off and he said that my life has been supported through the gospel everyone is made in the image of God and we all share his glory no one and I repeat as loud as I can no one said that that wasn't the case that's almost a fancy way of saying all lives matter and you know what all lives do matter but we're the that's not the point If we have to say all lives matter, if we have to say, yes, we know that all lives matter to someone, that means they clearly don't get the purpose behind Black Lives Matter. No one ever said, no one ever said Black Lives Matter more or or anything close to that. We're simply just saying Black Lives Matter, just simply matter, that we shouldn't be getting killed there shouldn't be systemic racism police brutality is a problem we're literally just saying that but when you start adding all this other stuff on it it's I'm sorry I I get what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying but that all lives and all the people that are made in God's images are not in danger black lives are why don't people get that and that was just one quote that people were printing that what made uh, the most clear sense. But I watched the whole, um, I watched the video that Taylor Rooks, she has a show, Bleacher Report. Uh, she's in the bubble right now. Shout out to Taylor doing her thing. She has a show called Take It There with Taylor. And it's really good. And she talks to the players. It's phenomenal. Love it. Love her. Go sis. But she, I watched a video when she asked Jonathan Isaac about his decision to not kneel and to not wear a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. And he just seemed to be rambling about and and throwing Jesus in there. And I tweeted out, 
I said, oh, so wait, let me go to the tweet. <laughs> Can I go to the tweet? I love going to my tweets with y'all. By the way, if you're not following me on social media, you should be, right? Don't be playing me out at VonDiCarloCoachVon.com for links to everything. I know you already know, and I know you probably know by now that I'm just stalling to try and get to my Twitter feed <laughs> because oh, I have... um. I have to get to it so I can actually read it to you guys. But essentially, I respond. Oh, I. you know what? It's not even there. I took it down because I started getting trolled too much. For, for By the way, let me say this. I'll just tell you the gist of what I said and why I took it down. I forgot I even took it down. I had basically said, oh, so Jonathan Isaac just rambled about Jesus to cover up the fact that he's... Um, selfish and wants attention hungry for attention right now I'm sorry those are facts if if I'm spitting facts that's what I saw someone who everyone is collectively fighting for something positive and you decide to take a separate stance on it and then knowing excuse me that is going to be attention grabbing and the reason I that's obvious that's the obvious part but the the part where I say he's selfish may not be so obvious to people why do I think it's selfish because I listened to him ramble about and it was a lot of I I I my 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 beliefs my 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 family my 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 religion my 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 gospel well Jonathan Isaac this is about if you want to say all people this is literally what you're doing just excluded the very people whose lives are in danger, which is you too, right? It, it's you too. I would hate for uh, a, a Herman Cain to happen to you, right? Herman Cain was a Trump supporter that went, black man, if you're not familiar, look him up, went to the, 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 the Trump rally in Tulsa, recently died of COVID. So Jonathan Isaac, do you need to get harassed and experience police brutality for it to not be about you and your religion? This is literally about every single person whose life is in danger. Do you, what, what part of that don't you get? So that's why I called him selfish because I'm like it it was like when Drew Brees was talking about it it was a whole my father my grandfather my people served in uh, in the military oh okay so you don't think any black people served in the military let's let's take a look at, at the history on that so that's why I said that he was selfish and then I started getting trolled to the point where I was exhausted and not that I don't, like I said earlier, once once you have a stance, you stick to your stance unless someone can help you see the light. But these people were just being mean. And someone said something stupid like, oh, you sound like the media when they were attacking Colin Kaepernick. How? Where? Explain that. Because, yeah, the attention grabbing thing. Sure. Maybe you could say that about the attention grabbing thing. But the selfishness, selfishness. No, Colin Kaepernick pulled attention on behalf of people that were dying 
and and falling to the hands of police brutality and systemic racism. So he did a selfless act. It was extremely selfless. He lost his job. His his dream of playing in the NFL came true and then it got taken away from him. He was blacklisted, right? Selfless act versus selfish act. So I took it down because my mentions just wouldn't stop going and I moved on from it. Once I say what I say and I see that people are just trying to argue with me, they're not trying to really have a conversation, I tap out because like my grandmother, my mother and Jay-Z said, never argue with a fool because from across the street, you can't tell who's who, who the fool is, right? So this one person who I, I was trying to help see the light, he kept saying that um, that I was vilifying, vilifying John Isaac just because I didn't agree with him and thought, you know, vilifying him and his actions. No, I didn't vilify him. I disagreed with it. And I said two things. It was being hungry for attention. So, OK, now you got it. And two um it was selfish yeah i i'm not saying he's a villain i'm not saying he's a bad person and i'm not saying that that means that he doesn't care about black people or himself i'm not saying any of that and i didn't say any of that but you know this person kept making my point for him he was like isaac was talking about his religious beliefs not just himself uh dude that his religious beliefs not just himself okay so which part of because I, I believe in Jesus. OK, I'm I'm a Christian. I grew up in a Baptist church. Which part of Jesus is OK with black lives not mattering? I don't think so. I think Jesus and we could we none, none of us can speak for Jesus. But let's just say that Jesus probably would have been arm and on take arm and on arm and arm taking a knee. We don't know. But none of us are Jesus. But anyway, it, it's just like these these people are like you're you're disagreeing with him so you vilified him and this that and the third and I I don't see his point of view but I'm like I totally I totally see his point of view and he is he has a right to have it but I have a right to disagree with it and say what speak the facts that I believe are the facts at hand which is hey you're being selfish and hungry for attention. I don't see what the argument is there. I get his point of view, but we also see what's going on in society right now, the whole divide and conquer and et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's, it's almost like I don't want to make people feel like they have to stand in line with certain things. No, you don't. You don't, but the perception is going to be spoken on, right? So you can't say, oh, I don't, this this one guy said, oh, you don't agree with him, so you have to resort to insulting him. Absolutely not. That's not what I did at all. I, I'm sorry. Some people just don't know how to take the truth in. So I, I spoke truth. I spoke facts. And unfortunately, the truth sounds like an insult to people when it's not pretty. But the fact is, his actions were selfish and attention grabbing. That's it. 
And I'm sorry if that stings, but that's that's what the facts are. It was selfish and, and attention grabbing, hungry for attention. And now you got it. And just because I disagree with him doesn't mean that those me speaking the truth does not. Why does people feel like when they hear the truth that that's an automatic insult? Yeah, the truth isn't pretty sometimes. So sometimes you just have to take it in and go, oh, OK, but should I say it with a smile? Let me try it. He was selfish and attention, you know, hungry for attention. Did that that smiled when I said it? Did it sound better to you? So I don't know. And and then people keep bringing up Colin Kaepernick. So he was selfish and attention grabbing in 2016. This is what the problem with society. People claim to be inclusive. I bet they obviously aren't. He has the right to do a nonviolent legal action, and he explained to the best of his ability. And I'm like, dude, I did not say he didn't have the right to do it. He most certainly does. And I have a right to comment about it. Just like that person is commenting on my comment. You don't see that? You're literally commenting on my comment. <laughs> and and I did go on to say, look, your comparison to Kaepernick is, is Colin Kaepernick. Your comparison to Colin Kaepernick is limited and weak. Colin started a movement risking and sacrificing himself for the people. Jonathan Isaac was talking about himself the whole time. That's why I called him selfish. Both grabbed attention. One was for others. The other was for self. And he, you would think that that would help him see it clearly. Nope. He came back and that's when he was like, oh, he was just talking about his religious beliefs, not himself. Okay. So his religious beliefs, his dude, his, his, he's, this person on Twitter was literally making my point for me. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm just gonna tap out at this point, because it's people can't see They if they can't see they can't see. And I'll play devil's advocate to myself. Maybe I'm blind. Maybe I'm not seeing something. But I welcome you. I welcome you to challenge the facts and the truth. All right. But stick to the two things I, I said. Don't go off on a tangent about maybe what other people are saying and vilifying him and this, that and a third. Stick to the two things I said. Do you think it was selfish? And do you think it was hu being hungry for attention? And if you don't, that's fine. We can still be friends after you state your facts, but keep to the facts. Stop putting words in my mouth. I'm hungry enough as it is for food. <laughs> you can, as a matter of fact, please, please put some words in my mouth. Can I chew them? Can I sweat? Are they going to make me fool? <laughs> I'm about to get out of here. Y'all, I love you. Thank you for listening to the Coach Juan podcast. I'm about to go drink another one of my juices because the one thing about them, as soon as you sip, 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 you're not hungry anymore. And I'm going to make it through these seven days. And I know that you guys are going to be praying for me. Coach Vaughn out. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Coach Vaughn podcast. And be sure to follow me on social media at Vaughn DiCarlo on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find all my links to my comedy shows and my other podcasts, the Grown as Fuck podcast at grownafcomedy.com. Don't forget to leave me a voice message and tell me all your grown as fuck gripes. Go to grownafcomedy.com right now. See ya.